Welcome to the High Vibe Life Podcast, where we have honest conversations centered around health, finances, and mindset. This podcast is for the person that wants to get their life in shape, elevate their nutrition, learn how to find their passion in life, and live their happiest and healthiest life. I am your host, Lisa Holden, a wife, mom of one, a health to wealth coach, and your new tell it like it is bestie. Join me every week for conversations to help you reclaim your best life through finances, health, and mindset. Welcome back everyone to the High Vibe Life Podcast. I am your host, Lisa Holton, and today we have a special guest on. We are chatting with Melissa Unger, who is the mother of four, stepmother to two, and grandmother to five precious little souls. And in the life path Melissa chose to take, she has encountered several hardships and difficulties, and she has learned so much along the way, which is why she's here today to talk about her passion to help women succeed in achieving their goals and finding happiness within themselves. Melissa also has a podcast called the Loving Life Mindset Podcast, which is designed to give women a new perspective on life if they are facing challenges such as menopause, divorce, empty nester, widowed, retired, and all those other big life changes that leaves us feeling unsure of what life holds for them. So please welcome me and joining Melissa to the podcast. Hello. Thank you so much, Lisa. I appreciate your invite to this, and I am super excited to be on with you. I love the work that you are doing. You are definitely improving women's lives, too. Thank you so much. I would love to hear your story, Melissa, and how you got to um, the podcast. Okay. Uh, I've, I kind of had a desire a couple years ago to do a podcast and basically just to be in the seat to be able to answer people's questions and help them improve their lives. And then uh, I wasn't sure how to go about it. And then life went crazy and different jobs and different things like that happened. Uh, and then I finally am in a place where I just got serious about it and want uh, decided that I wanted to be a women's coach and help women who are later in life, um, who've been through some difficult things and maybe, you know, not needing, I'm not a therapist by any means, but I can help people just change their mindsets to live that life where they feel they're happy finally, getting to that point of just being at peace and having happiness. And in that journey, I realized a podcast would be perfect for that. And I just yeah learned how to do it and I'm self-taught with it all. And I'll be three more weeks down the road will be my one year anniversary for my podcast. And it's just, it's really been a pretty good success. And it's really exciting to get out there and be able to learn things and help people on their journey as well. Oh, I love that. And congratulations on your almost one year uh, anniversary (laughs) of your podcast. That is so exciting. And I would love to dive into um, some mindset tips for our listeners, because going through those big life changes can be really hard. Like I know I'm um, just now an empty nester with uh, my son off to college and it's a very like different dynamic. 
um, in the family and in, in yourself where, where are you now? Because you're not like a full-time mom, so to speak, without having children in the home anymore. So can you talk on maybe some tips our listeners can use if they are in that stage of life, whether it's the menopause stage, I'm denesting, widow, something happened in their life. How can they kind of get back that feeling of themselves or get to that happy place again? Right. Yes. It, and it is an adjustment. It is a huge life adjustment. And a lot of times those type of um, circumstances hit us, they blindside us and we don't realize the emotions we're going to feel. You know, you can project how you will feel with something, but until you're actually going through it, you, it's really difficult to, I kind of think of a, how you are going to handle yourself because, you know, like they said, if you've never been at that stage, how can you know? You know, so seriously, with um, with your mindset and getting through those hard things, one you need support. You know, we just we need that good support around us, people who can understand what we're going through, who care about you, um, who will take that time just to be there with you, whether they say anything or not. Just to, you know that you have support. That's the first thing. Because the worst thing ever when you're going through a situation, whether it's empty nester, whether you are feeling, um, if you've lost a spouse, or if you're widowed, whatever it is, the last thing that we need in those situations is feeling alone. And you're already in a position where you're alone. And so you need that support for one. Uh, for another to help uh, get through those hardships and get through that new way of living. Now, unfortunately, I have a few friends that are recently widowed, and that is a long process, a very long process. There's so much to it. Uh, I'm doing some pretty deep study on that now in order to help them. But as far as um, something like empty nesting, because you can still talk to your children, there's a great... There was a great comfort for me. All of mine have been gone for a while now. And that last one, when she flew the nest, it was like, okay, who am I? I had to figure out who I was. You know, it's like having a new identity. And digging into things that I've always wanted to do and realizing, oh, I have the freedom to do that now. You know, I didn't have to be home and making sure all those normal things were done for, you know, the family and for her. And so <clears throat> bringing up those um, dreams that I had before and making them a reality was a huge step in uh, gaining my perspective on life again, figuring out who I am, because that's the biggest thing. You're so involved in your family. Sometimes you just lose yourself and you don't even know who you are. And so to get back to who you are and learning who you are takes time as well. But it's diving into things that you may not have realized you're even interested in, trying new things, being curious, learning. The constant journey of learning really tells you so much about who you are on the inside. And it just, it gives you kind of like your, your legs under you again. You know, it's like you are able to have that confidence and realize you are a whole person. You don't need to be a mom, you know, in order to feel whole and complete, that you yourself are a complete person and you have desires, you have likes, you have things that you can achieve. 
And just, I don't I look at it as rather than being in that mom position, kind of being able to be a friend to another adult, because that's what they're doing. You're still there to provide, you know, their advice and help them and that kind of thing. But they're on their new journey too. And so it's a whole new avenue of friendship with your kids. And it's exciting because you can talk about things you never talked about before. You, you know, it's just, it's just an exciting time for, for me anyway, it was. I know, I know moms who really struggle and who are just heartbroken and don't know what to do. And I hope you're not in that position because that takes, you know, a whole other, maybe a little bit of therapy, a little bit of uh, more support, you know, more diving into things and maybe taking things a little slower is, you know, how can I feel for people that are really heartbroken with being empty nesters? Yeah. And if you are in this stage of your life um, and you're kind of at a loss as to what to do, because all of a sudden, like you said, you have all this free time, right? Like you're not going to the basketball games anymore or the musicals or whatever activity the kiddo is in. You all Mm -hmm. of a sudden have all this free time, like Monday night, you you have nothing going on. So what Mm -hmm. is one quick tip for someone who's listening, that's going, I don't know what to do with myself anymore. And I don't know what I like to do. I don't have a hobby. I don't know what to do. What is one quick thing that they could start doing right now to help get them propelled kind of in the right direction so that they can find something that they do like to do? That they like to do. Um, I would suggest doing things as simple as going to your local coffee shop, you know, and just kind of starting a basis a coffee shop or a group, something where you can start meeting people and, you know, really getting out there and learning more, maybe community minded, finding things in the community that you would like to do or be a part of. And basically just engaging with somebody else. You know, if you're married, a lot of times that's a great time for you and your spouse to reconnect, you know, and and maybe you know, by that many years, a lot of times things can get kind of stale and stagnant. And so rediscovering each other, you know, if you're a single parent, then connecting with people again, you know, you're, I'm sure you would have friends that are also empty nesters and there's things you can do together with them. Go to a happy hour, go, you know, just get out and not be alone and find things that you can do, find things that you might be interested in, read, in this year, I've, I've started like actually reading books again because it's just something we lose along the way for a lot of us. And just even reading and gaining more knowledge. And that gives me the curiosity to get out there and look for more things to do. But I mean, the biggest tip is to be active. Don't stay alone. Find somebody else that you can hang out with. You know, go to lunch. And pretty soon when you're engaged with other people, you start learning about other activities and different things in your community that you can attend and go do, go to the theater, you know? So just basically the biggest tip is not to be alone, to reach out, you know, and and be, just be active, get out there and exercise, get out there and, and, you know, just always be healthy, get that fresh air. That would, for me, be like the biggest thing that would help somebody you know, and just, uh, is that kind of what you're looking at with things that you have done or? Yeah, I think those are great tips. Um, so 
we had our son go to college and then we moved. So we know nobody and have nobody at home now. (laughs) And so, yes, the biggest tip is getting out into the community. Um, And I know that's scary and it can be hard because you're putting yourself out there, but really it's like everyone's a stranger anyways. So what's it matter? And um, if you live in a bigger town, if you don't like that person or you don't jive or whatever it might be, uh, you feel like you said something you maybe shouldn't have said, um, you're probably not going to see that person again anyways. And (laughs) even if you do, they're probably not going to remember you. Let's be real. Right. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so figuring out, you know, what did I maybe used to like to do? Mm-hmm. And then can can you try that now? Um, you know, I even think like going to community education classes, if your town has something like that, can get you connected with other people who have the same likes that you do. Like if you want to learn how to cook again, go to a cooking class. Even if you go yes. by yourself, you're meeting other people that are like-minded. You all want to learn how to cook. Or if mm-hmm. you want to go to a gym, you're you're meeting other people that want to be healthy and fit. Or, you know, if you're like, I don't, can't pay or don't have the resources for that. I joined my local like walking and running club, right? Mm-hmm. It's literally free and we walk and run awesome. outside. And it's a great way to meet other people who, yes, they might not be all in the empty nester stage, but you're just meeting new people. They all want to be outside. They want to walk and run. Um, so it's another way to tap into the community that you're talking about so much, which I think is, is so important um, especially coming out of the last few years that we've had of the yes. thing we will not talk about, but <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and um, trying to engage with other people is really what will help you to feel better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. think that's key. And there's a lot of introverts out there. You know, I have a good friend and she's just like, no people, but they still you can still have one close friend you can still go to the grocery store you can still go to that coffee shop you know you can still get out and do things that you like to do and in that time maybe meet that one person this is for the introverts you know um that one person that you can connect with and you know even if it's over text which is what this certain friend of mine does all the time (laughs) that's okay it's still engagement but yeah, it's right. just so, so important. I love your ideas. Cooking class. Sometimes going to the gym is scary. But what I encourage people to do, do it even if it's scary. Mm-hmm. Because of the fact you're going to come out with more confidence. For one, you're going to be like, oh, I did that. You know, which is going to boost you. And it's going to, you always learn from everything that you do. So you're going to come away knowing more of something whether you like it or not, you know, I'm not going to do that again, or okay, this is great, whatever it is, even if it's scary, make yourself do it, because you are going to benefit. And I mean, yeah, we're going to be in your shoes pretty soon being in a place where we don't know very many people and, you know, starting over with the friendships and all that kind of thing. Um, And it's, I think the more community involved that we get going to those classes, going to those, whatever, things that are out there. Um, Outdoor events are my favorite, especially. And we'll be in a warmer climate, so I can do that. Yay. Uh, That's just going to really boost all of that. Get into things where you can do 5Ks, where you're active, you know, especially as we get older. The more active we can be, the better, you know. You can take a dance class. Take a dance class. You know, why not? So that's definitely the number one tip. The more active we are, the more engagement we have, 
the more happy we are. Kind of it. it uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Stimulates our happy emotions and our happy hormones, you know. And and then it's just I don't know. It, life is just better that way, you know. Mm-hmm. So much better that way. Yeah. Yes. And if you don't see something in your community that you would want to join, mm-hmm. create it. Like start yeah. it yourself. Great and mm-hmm. you know you can go on Facebook. Like most cities. Nowadays, we'll have maybe like a city Facebook page, uh, like the city I live in has like a city Facebook page and residents can post on there. Well, then you could post on there like, hey, I love to read. Does anybody want to start, you know, a book club or something like that? You know, like when I moved to this new city, I went to the library and I asked if they had any book clubs because like that, that would be a natural place to have a book club would be a library. And they were like, yep, we have like two of them. So it's just, it's just like taking the time to think about what do I want to get involved in and where would I find those people? Mm-hmm. And if you can't have that, then how can you start your own? So I started my own because um, the two book clubs were full. So I couldn't, oh. I couldn't join them. Oh. Yes. But I am a member of my chamber of commerce. And so I was like, you know what? I like to read personal development books as well and business books. So maybe the chamber would want to do a book club with chamber members. And then I'd be able to meet those chamber members more often, um, you know, get to see, get really closer relationship with them and read some self-development books, which I love to do. So that's what we did. And it's going fantastic and people are loving it. So, that's you know, awesome. start, start something if it's, if you're not seeing what you want in your community or in your area. Are you tired of fad diets and restrictive calorie counting? Do you wish you had a totally customized and clear roadmap for fat loss, muscle building, and happy hormones? Believe me, I love cookies, but not cookie cutter nutrition and fitness programs. So take three minutes today to complete the Faster Way quiz and receive a personalized and customized plan for you so that you can see rapid results. The quiz is located in the show notes. I saw a challenge a couple of years ago. Um by a lady who she pretty much stayed indoors all the time and she wasn't real outgoing. And she started talking to her daughter and her daughter is like, well, mom, why don't you challenge yourself to do one new thing every week? And so she did that and she really looked at different things and, you know, whether it was walking five miles, (laughs) she'd never done before, whatever it was, it's simple, simple little things. And of course it escalated into something bigger, like a polar bear plunge type of thing. And uh, she's like, I'll never do that again, but she did it. And, (laughs) you know, and and then um, it turned into rather than weekly daily. And that has done so much for her just to keep her mentally young and curious about everything and enabling her to have so many more connections. So it's, you know, that's a great mindset to have yourself into is just whatever it is, find something new. Like you said, maybe create your own, maybe your own cooking club, your own book club, whatever it is that you want to do, a little chat room to talk about, you know, the loneliness of being that empty nester, whatever it is, you know, it's, uh, would be great just to have that motivation and to keep, keep on rolling, <laughs> just keep on rolling. Cause when we're stagnant, that's, that's when we get into trouble. 
Mm-hmm. I love what you said about the lady who challenged herself to do one new thing a week. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's that's amazing because it ha- cr- makes you get out of your comfort zone, right? It makes it forces you to find something new that you haven't done. And like you said, whether you like it or you don't like it, you at least have that experience then to build on and you very quickly find out what you do like and what you don't like and what you maybe want to dive more into and learn more about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, um, someone said to me once, because obviously I'm on social media. If you don't follow me, it's mm-hmm. just at Lisa Holton on Instagram. But um, they said to me, if you're, if you're bored of yourself, think of how your audience feels when they watch you. And that can go for anyone, not even if you're building a business on social media. But if you feel like you're bored or you feel like bored, you know, at night or you just sit around and watch Netflix, you know, maybe you're being boring. Like maybe you need to spice it up a little bit and try something new. Um, And it doesn't even have to be like hard. Like, so when I heard that, I was like, I do feel bored. And so I did um, 30 days of suppers. So every day, every day for 30 days. I shared with you guys on Instagram what I made for supper. And then I shared the recipe if it was a recipe, because some days it was like, take out pizza, not going to lie. Right. <laughs> and, <30 days. laughs> um, and some days I maybe, you know, ate at somebody else's house, but I posted the picture and that got you guys curious. Right. And so it's, and then it made me feel too, like, Oh, I have something to look forward to. Like I've got these people I have to help and support. So it's not just for if you're growing a business on social media or if you're growing a business at all, but how can you get excited about your life again? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. A little project, <clears throat> excuse me, that I am going to launch here unless our house sells and we're out of here. <laughs> we're in one of those little life transition things, but um, I am going to, I, I used to do necklaces as a beater. So I have all these supplies and for the people here in our little town that are lonely, I decided, why don't I get those supplies out and invite these ladies over and they can make a keepsake and just have that one-on-one bonding time so they are not so lonely. You know, and, and you think about that, that's just a simple little thing, an outpouring of supplies and love and, and wanting to have community. But what is that going to do for each person? On my podcast, I talk about being that ripple in your pond and what kind of ripple is that and how big is that pond? You know, if you think about doing things like that, that is helping another person, how far is that ripple going to go out? How, you know, what are they going to do for somebody else? You know, and it's just because they have that, that kindness, that energy in their heart to do it, you know, where they might not have before. So yeah, anytime that we can do something new and improve our life, we're improving others lives as well. So Oh, I, I absolutely love that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And even if you're listening to this podcast today and you're like, I'm not any one of those things, like I'm not in menopause, I don't have a big life change, I'm not an empty nester, you can still be that ripple effect in someone else's life. You could still ask your coworker to go for lunch with you if you know that maybe they're struggling with a big change in their life. You could, you know, text a friend and just say, hey, just wanted to check up on you. How are you doing today? Just Mm -hmm. that one small thing could have such a ripple effect in their life, which then then they maybe feel better and then they help somebody else. And so you don't realize um, the things that you do 
how much good it can actually spread to other people. So just be aware of that and maybe be a little bit more aware of the people around you and in your life and how they're feeling and maybe how you can help them. Exactly, exactly. And that's pretty much what I base my podcast and my life on. You know, I I went through a good decade of spousal abuse situation and marital horribleness, got out of that. And I realized I can't ever get back one second of those 10 years that I lived in fear, pain, um, being scared to death. I can't get any of those seconds back. And so moving forward now, when I'm feeling grumpy or just out of sorts, I realize, you know what, I have the choice to change that because I can't get those seconds back. And every second, just like every ripple, is so important. And once we realize that, that kind of sparks that inner kindness for others as well. And again, just for me, that's what life is about. That's what creates my true happiness. Um, What creates me to truly love my life is to be able to realize that everything we do or don't do, it does affect someone else. And if you're mindful, you can think of that. And how do you want that effect to be? So that's, yeah, I love what you said. (laughs) That's fantastic. That's fabulous. We're going to end on that note because I think think that is so amazing. If you guys want to learn more about Melissa and her podcast, just pop to the show notes where we have all the links so you can check out her podcast and listen to how, you know, Melissa give you advice on how you can live your best life through these really big life transitions. Melissa, I want to thank you so much for being on the High Vibe Life podcast today. Thank you. I loved every second of it. Thank you for everything that you're doing for our community. Thank you very much. And we'll talk to you guys later. Thank you so much for tuning in to the High Vibe Life podcast. And I cannot wait to hear what you thought of this episode. So make sure to leave a review and rate us. Make sure to subscribe and share with your friends. And I would love to give you a freebie. So hop over to lisaholton.com or click on the show notes to see what free offer is available for you.